0: And hello and welcome to a special kind of a stripped down edition of Mets Music. It's a little bit of a different look. Let's just make sure we got it there. There you go. Only because it's cold out and I am in my kitchen at home, snug and warm and uh, didn't feel like moving outside. And going out to the studio even though it's 30 feet away but uh, anyway here we are it is the uh, final day of the winter meetings and uh, pretty much all of the work has been done and of course the Mets did uh, as very little as possible is anybody out there surprised about that Anybody surprised that Scrappy Sandy uh, wanted to let? He's going to let the market come to him. Well, he tried that philosophy, and apparently it didn't work. And that's why he was forced to uh, make a signing and signed uh, Anthony Swarzak, a relief pitcher, right-handed relief pitcher to a deal, two years, $14 million, Uh, welcome to the fold, Anthony Swarczak, I think it's Anthony, anyway, uh, that's about all he's done as far as the last time I looked, still need a second baseman, Ian Kinsler traded to the Angels, he didn't want to come here, Giancarlo Stanton, he didn't want to come here either. Nobody wants to come here it seems Because they know the Mets are a cheap organization And uh, they don't want to pay And they don't want to give them time So, who's left to go after? Well, they're still talking about Jason Kipnis With the Cleveland Indians They're still talking about possibly Josh Harrison With the uh, um, Pittsburgh Pirates Also talking about... uh, Uh, Jay Bruce uh, for the outfield first-base combo thing that they're looking for, or possibly Todd Frazier who could play third or first base. Look, just sign somebody. I mean, uh, this is ridiculous. Is there wiggle room in the budget to sign anybody? And why is this budget so tight? They cut $60 million last year from the, the budget. $60 million. And he says he's got half of that to spend. Where's the other half going to go? Nowadays, you have to spend the money. Unless the Will Pons and Sandy Alderson really don't care about winning. This is a team two years ago was in the World Series. And now they, they, they can't even get a second baseman. I mean, the whole thing is just ludicrous. It's just crazy. And the Mets not like to talk about contending and competing and, uh, you know, wh- what exactly does that mean? What happened to we're competing to win? You know, and, and this is uh, from Mets' blog, uh, Matt Cerrone, uh, where uh, things have changed. There's been a new collective bargaining agreement. And in this new era, the system is set up in a way that only makes sense to build to win today or punt and build to win tomorrow. The middle is left to be the middle. And that's where the Mets are. That's where Sandy Alderson is. Does he even know what's in the CBA? I've said this before, and I I feel very strongly. I wonder very strongly whether the game has passed Scrappy Sandy by. His style, it, it just doesn't seem to work anymore. Brian Cashman took the Yankees from all of these high contracts, got rid of the contracts, Built the farm system. I don't know how he did it. And is now spending money and getting below the salary cap. Why can't the Mets do that? Why are we so strapped financially? Why are they so cheap? Why aren't they going out to win it? And I think that's the key point. I think. They don't have the philosophy to win at all cost. Now, I know in the past, the Wilpons have spent some money and it's backfired. That's fine. But then why isn't their farm system better? And you see people say, well, you can't blame Alderson uh, because uh, he's stuck to a budget and he's got to spend within that budget. That's what the owners are giving him. But why is the farm system so bad? He said it himself. He said we don't have any prospects. First off, why would you admit that to the public? And secondly, why would you even say it? The other teams know if your if your farm system's bad or not. They have scouts. But you don't admit it. And one reason you don't admit it, because there might be a guy that he doesn't like that some other team likes. And now they're going to come and say, all right, we'll take uh, Joe Schmo off your hands because you don't think he's a prospect anyway. And, well, we'll we'll just take him off your hands. He leaves himself no room to negotiate. I, I thought it was the dumbest move. I've ever heard Scrappy Sandy talking about uh, the farm system. And look, it's, it's on his watch that the farm system has not produced terrific players. And his drafts have not been that good. Now, granted, a couple of the guys we really don't know yet about, Justin Dunn, uh, looked okay last year, two years ago. He struggled a little bit last year. Struggled a little bit this year. So we don't know. Anthony K. Uh, got drafted and had Tommy John surgery. We don't know what he's got yet. He should be coming along this year. Uh, Zapuki was good, but then he had to get Tommy John surgery. So I I don't are they not vetting these players enough? Do they need to check more medical records? Does baseball have to consider going to, uh, like football does with those, uh, what do they call it, um, oh, where they make them go through all the tests and all of that kind of stuff? Maybe baseball's got to do something like that. I don't know, but uh, getting back to uh, not doing anything, uh, a player's agent said, and this was in on Mitt's blog uh, today, I feel like the Mets never read the new CPA. CPA. Everyone knows now that the only way forward is to acquire the best players you can, try to win, and if you don't immediately trade that talent away for prospects to free up money and start the process again, it's a wash, rinse, repeat strategy. That's from Mets blog. Thank you so much uh, for se- you know for doing that uh, for writing about this and. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think Sandy Alderson knows what to do. I, I, I think he's stuck in an age that's passed. I think the game is past him. I think the uh, the uh, politics of the game is past him by. And uh, he's waiting for the market to come to him. And then what happens is he panics and makes a, a, a trade or signs a free agent, and then uh, everybody's uh, happy-go-lucky. And I'm angry this year. I know it shouldn't be. I know we've lived through this before, but I hate seeing all these other teams get better. And we're sitting around waiting for the prices to drop, waiting for the market to come to Sandy, the smartest man in the room. And meanwhile, the Yankees are grabbing Giancarlo Stanton, maybe Manny Machado. Who knows? And we're sitting with Swarzak. It's just—it's frustrating. Teams build on what they've done. They won. They were in the World Series two years ago. And they did not build upon that. Who did they add after that? They signed Cespedes. What else did they upgrade? Nothing. They haven't upgraded anything since then. And now he wants to upgrade the bullpen. But we still have no second baseman. We don't know about a third baseman. Our first baseman's a question mark. Heck, even our shortstop is a question mark. Our right fielder's is a question mark. Our center field is a question mark. The only one we know is going to be playing is going to be Cespedes and Darneau and uh, Ploiecki behind the plate. Everything else is a question mark. We don't know if Dom Smith's going to hit. We don't know if he's going to platoon with who? Flores? We don't know who's playing second base. Is it going to be Cabrera? Is it going to be Flores? Is it going to be TJ Rivera? Shortstop, we know it's going to be Rosario, but is he going to hit? Third base, is David Wright going to have a miracle performed on him and be back? Or is Cabrera? Or is Cabrera going to play second? I mean, it's like, you know, uh, musical chairs. Maybe Sandy's doing this so he can sell more programs because you're going to need a program and see where the heck guys are playing. And then what I love, all winter, we keep seeing these leaks about the Mets are in on this guy and the Mets are on, on that guy. And they're going to sign this guy. They're going to trade for this guy. And nothing happens. They need to get rid of Horowitz. They need to get a new PR guy because they keep leaking these stories. And you know what? It's frustrating because they keep leaking these stories and none of them ever come true. None of them. They wanted the relief pitcher. Sure. He signs with the Rockies. They wanted this other guy. uh, I can't think of his name. He goes to the Phillies. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Do something. Make a bold move. Look, Mickey Calloway seems like a very nice guy. But I hope he's got the nasty in him when he's got to have to be. What's going to happen the first time he doesn't use the analytics? And he gets a phone call from upstairs saying, you, know, you didn't do use the analytics. Is he going to be able uh, to tell these people to, uh, well, this is a family show, so I won't say what I'd like to say, but to just say, uh, hang it? Or is he going to say, I'll do it the next time? We don't know. I have been a Mets fan since 1962, and I remain loyal, but it is so damn frustrating. And sometimes you have to vent, and I thank you for allowing me the opportunity to do so. So, uh, you know, anybody got any uh, anything to add to that, please let me know. Drop me a line, 516-619-6341 is the voicemail hotline. I don't have any way of uh, putting stuff up tonight. There will be uh, no uh, promos played tonight. It's just going to be me straight through this time, Uh, just because I'm doing it in a stripped-down version, and you have the winter to thank for that. (laughs) But I know some people will be happy about that. All right, the Syracuse Chiefs. Finally, they did something right. The Syracuse Chiefs, the sale is set to go through in December. The New York Mets' purchase of the Syracuse Chiefs will be completed soon, with the Mets expected to take control of the club this month. They have been working to complete the purchase of the Chiefs for $18 million. In a major step towards a finalization, the G shareholders voted in November to approve the sale, with 88% of the votes going in favor of the transaction. By purchasing the Chiefs, the Mets will eventually be able to bring the Class A Triple A affiliation currently with Las Vegas, closer to their home base in New York. Additionally, the Mets have indicated that they are committed to keeping the Chiefs at NBT Stadium through 2025. The sale is expected to be completed later this month, likely no later than Tomorrow, December 15th, we'll see. Uh, It's going to be weird, though, because the Chiefs are going to be owned by the Mets, but they have an affiliation with the Washington Nationals through the 2018 season, an arrangement uh, that is expected to continue. Under baseball rules, both sides need to opt out of a player development contract for any changes, and there's simply no incentive right now for the Nets to opt out of a PDC for what could be potentially only a one-year tenancy in Las Vegas. So they would have to say, uh, no, we don't want to be uh, have our farm team owned by the Mets, so... We're going to opt out, and I'm sure that uh, Syracuse, being owned by the Wilpons, would opt out, but doesn't look like that's going to happen. So in a weird way, the Mets are going to own the team that has an affiliation with the Washington Nationals for one season. Weird. Mets assistant GM John Rico said the team will put a new a de- emphasis on defense in 2018. The Mets ranked 17th in fielding percentage last season, 16th in ultimate zone rating, 20th in defensive rating, and 21st in range runs, whatever they are, last season. That is one area we collectively think we need to be a little stronger, Rico said, uh, on defense. So... They're looking to be stronger on defense, and meanwhile, they don't even have anybody to play half the positions on the uh, field. And uh, Alderson wasn't happy with with Dominic Smith. He told himself in uh, September, he he said in uh, November that uh, Dom Smith didn't do enough to win the starting job and that he was going to look to replace him. But with who? You're going to sign Adam Lynn or Logan Morrison? You know what? Look, if you're going to sign one of those guys, right, you might also sign Duda. Bring back Lucas Duda. You know he's going to hit 30 homers. Bring him back. He knows the area. We know he can play in New York. He's probably still got an apartment here, and he'll only want like five or six million a year. So bring Duda backside him if you're not sure about uh, Dominic Smith, or just use Flores as as the uh, uh, the platoon. Or how about this? Let's give the kid a chance. Let's run him out there and see what happens. You always got TJ Rivera. You got Flores. We can always pick up somebody. Uh, l- let's just run Dom Smith out there. And I haven't been the biggest Dom Smith fan. I I agree. I don't think he showed Anything in August and September, but I'm not going to go with a stopgap guy for a year and Adam Lynn or, or a Logan Morrison and spend that money. To me, that is a waste of money. Cause you don't know how they're going to perform in New York. You got Lucas Duder out there. Give him the money. Then at least you know how he's going to play. You know you're going to get 25 to 30 home runs out of him. Without a doubt, he had a lousy year last year, especially when he went to Tampa, but he still hit 30 home runs. So you're all worried about 30 home runs. There you are. There's your home runs. Why mess around with all these other guys? Bring him home. All right, uh, as I said, this is a special edition, a short, sweet edition. One more piece of news. The Mets will open the 2018 Spring Training Grapefruit League schedule on Friday, February 23rd against the Braves at 1.10 p.m. at First Data Field, or Data, I don't know how uh, it's your choice, how you wish to say that, Import Port St. Lucie, Florida. The team will play 31 exhibition games in 2018, including 17 home games in Port St. Lucie. Now, another report just came across the wire. The Mets are considering making a run of free at free agent Zach Cosart to play second base, though that possibility remains a long shot according to the Mark Carrig of Newsday. So why did this news ever get out? And they've had serious discussions for Jason Kipnis. Okay. I I don't think they know what they're doing. I don't. I. I honestly don't think they have a grand plan. I. And if it is, I think it's set back in moneyball era, and it's not working now. And uh, but I went over all of this already. So. Uh, I want to wish all my uh, Jewish friends out there happy Hanukkah. A little belated, happy Hanukkah. But I hope you had a, a great uh, holiday. And uh, I'm hoping to do a show next week we'll see if anything else uh, occurs or not, but we'll do something uh, even if it's just a little Christmas thing. So uh, to be tuned in for that, and hopefully we'll be in the studio for that and have the uh, full effects of everything going on. All right, everybody have a great week. I'll see you soon. And until we meet again, keep the faith, stay optimistic boy. It's tough. And let's go Mets.